This podcast brought to you by Hope 1032. I seem to shock to people to hear what I'm going to say, but when I pray, I'm not really nowadays asking God for things. Mm-hmm. I'm rather expressing my heartfelt desires, I'm expressing my wishes and my hopes, I'm expressing my confusion and my doubt, but my prayers and our prayers must never degenerate into just sort of a shopping list. As soon as we make prayer functional like that, we run into a problem because, you see, if I see prayer primarily as a way of getting something I want from God, when God doesn't give it to me, I'll give up on prayer, and what's more, I'll probably give up on God. Welcome to the LifeWords Q&A podcast where we love to tackle the hard-to-answer questions about the Christian faith. The ones that may leave you a little bit stumped sometimes. I am your host, Claire Bruce, journalist from Hope 103.2 radio station in Sydney. And with me is our wise counsel, David Ray. G'day, David. G'day, Claire. Good to be here again. Yeah, good to have you along. David is a pastor. For those of you who have not come across his work before, he's also a writer and a broadcaster. And after many years of thinking and talking about faith, there's really not a question that he won't try his best to answer. Now, as we record this, we're right in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, of course, which means for you, David, that you're pastoring a church, largely over the internet. What has that been like? Yes, through phone, through internet, we are keeping in touch with people. It is difficult Mm. because some people are handling a bit better than others. We hope it's only temporary. We're making the most of the situation and finding the wonders, the great advantages of some technology, but at the same time thinking, hey, this is is not quite ideal. Yeah. Well, let's get stuck into our question of the week this week, and it is a timely one. It's about prayer, and specifically those prayers that don't get answered or seem like they don't get answered. Why don't we always get what we ask for when we pray? Where do you start, David? Well, one obvious answer is we sometimes don't get what we ask for, but we're asking for the wrong things. Even the Bible says that. You don't get what you ask for because you're asking for selfish things. So if we're just asking for the wrong things, God's not going to give us the wrong things. He's going to give good things to those who ask him, and uh, some of the things we ask for are not good. But in many cases, Claire, it's a little bit more complicated than that because so many people ask for a good thing, uh, that my child gets better, that my Mm. best friend gets to know Jesus. And so there's all sorts of good things, seemingly good things we ask for, but that we don't get an answer for. Now, uh, there's no easy answer to that issue, except to say that, first of all, sometimes we did get an answer, but not quite the answer we thought. We asked for what we thought was a good thing, but God's given us another thing that might not at first seem good, but in fact turns out to be good. And at other times, we ask God for a thing, which again, we assume is um, good, uh, but God says yes, but not quite yet. So sometimes he says no because you haven't asked for a good thing. Sometimes his definition of good differs from ours. And sometimes his timing is rather different to ours. So there's all sorts of reasons that we may not see the answer to a prayer. But technically speaking, there's no such thing as an unanswered prayer. I mean, God is always listening and hearing to our prayers. Mm. Something that I think some people ask, particularly people who um, maybe they're curious about faith but aren't quite convinced, or perhaps people who are feeling a bit stale in their faith, they might feel the question arising, what is the point of praying at all if all of these 
things that I'm asking God for aren't coming to pass, especially, I guess, in a crisis like this pandemic we're in, where some families are facing one lot of bad news after another. Yeah, so I think there we have to address the deeper issue of what's just how we understand prayer. It might seem a shock to people to hear what I'm going to say, but when I pray, I'm not really nowadays asking God for things. Mm-hmm. I'm rather expressing my heartfelt desires, I'm expressing my wishes and my hopes, I'm expressing my confusion and my doubt, but my prayers and our prayers must never degenerate into just sort of a shopping list. This is what I want today, this is what I want, this is what I want, and all may be legitimate things, but as soon as we make prayer functional like that, we run into a problem. Because, you see, if I see prayer primarily as a way of getting something I want from God. When God doesn't give it to me, I'll give up on prayer. And what's more, I'll probably give up on God. So it's a very dangerous sort of philosophy of prayer to have, which is basically confining prayer to petition. How I see prayer very much is passed from praise and thanksgiving and confession, which we all must do. I see prayer as really sharing my heart with God and thus keeping connected to him. Uh, So in other words, I might say, God, I would love this to happen. Oh, dear me, I wish this would happen. Oh, this is on my heart, Lord, and leave it with him. Mm. Rather than saying, now listen here, God, I want this, 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 (laughs) this, 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 and I insist that you give it to me. Mm. So that takes a lot of the pressure and the burden off prayer because I'm no longer seeing prayer as, okay, I'm going to ask God specifically for things and and assume I'm going to get them. Now, it doesn't mean to say I don't ask God for things, but I ask for them in a certain way that I then have to leave it up to God Mm. rather than stamping my foot like a small child and saying, listen here, God, I've told you twice or twice or three times and you still haven't answered me. Well, no, to me, that's liberated my prayer life. I just say, Lord, this Mm. is on my heart. Will you grant it? I don't know. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. Mm, I love that. I actually brought along with me a quote which reflects exactly what you're saying there from an article on Ravi Zacharias. And he had a fantastic statement about prayer. He said, it's not a slot machine for getting what we want. It's about communion with God. Uh, Prayer is not so much bringing God to our beck and call. It is the process with which our hearts get conditioned to receive his will. Um, Prayer is not really a control of God as much as it is a surrender to the will of God and the peace that comes in the process. I loved that. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more with that. I think that's absolutely right. Claire, what I often trace back to is the Gethsemane model of prayer that Jesus prayed in Gethsemane. He says, Father, I want this cup to pass from me. In other words, he shared a desire. He shared what was on his heart. Mm. This is what he wanted. He didn't want to be crucified. Of course not. No one would. But Mm. then at the end he said, but your will not mine be done. So we balance those two things. Sure, we express our desires to God. Absolutely. He knows what they are anyway, so let's get them off our chest. But at the same time, as your quote says, it's not really us sort of saying, now listen here, God, you've got to do what I've asked you to do, but rather may you start to align my heart with your heart that my desires increasingly become your desires. Mm. Ultimately, Claire, my definition of prayer is very much an expression of our helpless dependence on God. Yep. Mm. Can you leave us with a tip, David, for how to pray then when we have a lot of things that are really weighing heavily on us? People with serious illness, people who have lost jobs, people with wayward children, those are things that don't go away quickly. So how no, would they you don't. how would you recommend yeah. that we pray when sometimes 
it feels like all we have is a shopping list of worries. Yeah, I think God understands that very much so. But it's important not to, this is going to sound really weird, but not to pray too much about the things that are on our minds. Commit them to the Lord. And by all means, from time to time, get them off your chest. But I would say, day by day, you just simply mention that in one sentence to God, a person that you're praying for. Mention that person's name. You don't have to go over all the details. God knows what's on your heart. God knows your pain and your hardship. So my tip would be, don't feel as though you've got to go over and over and over it, because what happens, your prayers become worry speech. You're not really committing it to the Lord. Mm. You're just simply worrying out aloud with an amen on the end of it. That puts the focus on the burden. Rather, intersperse your prayers with praise and thanksgiving, as well as your petition, and that starts then to put the focus Focus on God, not the problem. Prayer must always be focusing on God. Mm, awesome. Thank you, David. If you have enjoyed this episode of Life Words QA, recommend it to your friends, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.